Okay, children, shall we start now? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So we are going to start with the first lesson in Vistas, that is the third level. In 11th, children, you've done adventure, where uh, the person, Professor Gayatonde, he goes from one particular time to another time. The time is actually the same. But it's a different level altogether. The situation, the history, it has all changed. So it's like one configuration to another. He jumps, okay. And you know that he sees something uh, which uh, is actually pre-independence India, but everything is very different. And all the changes have happened from the third battle of Panipat. So that was the lesson. Now here, you know, it's not exactly the same, but it's similar. He sees something which actually doesn't exist. So the third level is written by Jack Finney and he actually talks about a person whose name is Charlie and he suddenly sees something and he goes to a place which actually doesn't exist. But the way he sees it, anybody would think that it does exist. So we'll decide as we proceed with the lesson, we'll see whether the third level really exists or not. So the writer says that Anybody on a stack of timetables would swear that there are just two levels in the Grand Central. He's talking about the Grand Central in New York, which you could say it's their metro station. It's very big with trains actually going to different parts of New York and also to the outskirts. So one level at the first level, the trains go to the different parts of New York and the second level to the outskirts of nearby places in, of New York. So uh, there are two levels and anybody would swear on a stack of timetables. Stack of timetables because uh, for them, punctuality is very important. Okay. Everything has to be on time. So they are very particular about that. So the timetable is something very important. So they would actually swear and say that, no, we are very sure about it, that there are only two levels. There is no such thing called the third level okay the punctuality is very important for them children unlike us indians okay we don't really believe much in that yes suppose somebody is invited at us at 7 30 we feel that okay 7 30 then we should go at 8 30 okay but uh, for the americans it's not like that so he says that in fact anybody would swear on a stack of timetables that the third level doesn't exist. There are just two levels in the Grand Central. So then he talks about Charlie and he says that Charlie said he told everybody and he told his friend Sam that you know uh, this uh, third level exists because I have been to the third level. I know it exists. Everybody is saying that it's not there and I'm dreaming or something like that. It's not like that at all. I've seen the third level. I've been there and it does exist. So his friend said that, you know, uh, actually uh, in the modern world, there is so much of stress, there is so much of tension and fear of failure. And, you know, uh, you are sometimes, you know, really stressed out that you won't be uh, having a good relationship with, the, with your friends or your peers. All these things, in fact, you know, are quite stressful. So many times, you know, to escape that, people think of something else. 
and he also told him that you collect stamps stamps which portray a time past it uh, stamps actually children if you see they are they commemorate an important uh, day of history or maybe an important part of the country's culture so he says that in fact you know it's your love for the past that you are going on saying that uh, the third level exists it's not like that you are collecting stamps because of your love for the past and because of the modern day stress and tension you are doing that because people actually feel that one needs to escape all this okay so charlie tells us that it's not like that this stamp collection i have inherited from my grandfather his grandfather used to collect stamps and he had kept uh, all these albums where he made these albums very nicely and he had later on given it to charlie so he says that i had inherited i've inherited this stamp collection from my grandfather and the time that he lived in it was even before the first world war so it was a very nice time and the life was slow paced very nice peaceful so obviously he did not want to escape reality then so how can you say that okay i want to escape reality so that's why i'm collecting stamps so that's what he said and for many people he said that grand central going to grand central was actually a bit of escaping reality it's, it was huge it's actually huge and you go there and you seem to lose yourself so that's what he says but then he also says that this thing which my friend says that you know uh, you are not happy so when he said that you are not happy obviously charlie's wife was a little upset that what do you mean he's not happy and you know you are stressed so because of that you are collecting stamps and you are seeing this grand central it's just a way of escaping reality charlie of course doesn't agree with that that collecting stamps is a way of escaping reality so after that charlie tells us what exactly happened that day the day he actually went to the grand central so he said that that day i was working late in the office so anything unusual about working late in the office children no if there is work one might sit there late in the office and work so he was working late in the office so after that he wanted to just rush back home he wanted to rush back home again it's a very normal thing so uh, because anybody who's sitting late in the office he wants to go home early so he wanted to go home early and that day he thought i'll take the grand central i'll go by the grand central i'll take a train to my place by the grand central so again nothing unusual about it because he wanted to reach home early and then uh, he says that he was dressed like any other person any other normal person a coat and a hat the way they dress up and so nothing unusual about the way he dressed up nothing unusual about uh, staying late in the office and working nothing unusual about uh, thinking that let me reach home early and absolutely nothing unusual about the way he was dressed so it's not that he was looking very different so such a thing should happen to him so um, he then tells us that you know grand central it's so big that sometimes you seem to lose your way there you don't know from where which tunnel where where you have to go it's full of staircase tunnels and you don't know where you are going and charlie says that it's very easy to lose yourself there and charlie says that uh, many times it has so happened that 
I wanted to go somewhere and I went somewhere else. So once he came out from the lobby of the Roosevelt Hotel and once he went to some other place when he actually wanted to reach office. So this is a very common thing which can happen to anybody in Grand Central. It's so big and it's so confusing. So then he tells us that sometimes he has a feeling that Grand Central, it's so big that it's growing like a tree with different tunnels and staircases coming up just like the branches of a tree. And he says that God knows maybe one tunnel is being there right beneath us, beneath the road, feeling its way up in the Grand Central. And then he tells us that this thought which I had Comparing the Grand Central to a tree, that of course I did not tell my psychiatrist. The psychiatrist would have thought, he went to his friend the psychiatrist. So he said that I did not say this to the psychiatrist because had he told this to the psychiatrist, the psychiatrist would have been completely convinced that Charlie has gone mad. Okay, So he did not tell that to the psychiatrist. And he said that I just... Uh, went to Grand Central because I wanted to reach home early and I lost my way. Then I saw a tunnel and I started walking, thinking that, okay, it has to reach somewhere and I'll get a train. So he started walking and he felt that there was something very different about that tunnel. First of all, it was a little dimly lit. And he thought that why it's so dimly lit. And then when he looked around, he saw that there were open gas lights something which was not used in the modern world. It used to be used a long time back in the 19th century. And then he saw that there were hardly any people there. And then he went on walking and then he felt that, okay, now it's opening up, the tunnel is opening up and he could hear a hollow sound as if the tunnel is now opening up and he'll be reaching the place from where he could get a train. He saw a man there and he was wearing a green eye shade and protectors, the kind which people did not wear at that time, in the modern times, when Charlie is there. Then he saw that the people were dressed very differently, the way people dressed in the 19th century. And they had these handlebar mustaches and sideburns, sideburns, children, you know that they used to grow the sideburns very long, and the beards and mustaches, the way the people had in the 19th century, so found it very strange. Then a person took out a pocket watch and just flipped it open and checked the time. And we know that we don't have pocket watches now. It was there a long time back. And then he saw that the women were also dressed very differently. And they were wearing long dresses with leg of mutton sleeves, huge sleeves. So he found the entire thing very strange. That, okay, what place have I come to and why are the people dressed so differently? I mean, people don't wear such clothes now. Then he happened to look at the train there and he saw the engine and it had a funnel-shaped stack, chimney sort. And it was a Courier and Ives locomotive, which is not running now. So again, he was surprised. So children, earlier the trains, in fact, you know, they were uh, the traditional trains, you know, you had to, first of course, there were steam engines and then you had to put the coal there and then the trains used to run. Though, of course, these days we don't have such trains. So electric trains were not there earlier. 
so he thought that but now of course they are there so he was surprised that what kind of an engine is this when we don't see these engines now then he saw a newspaper boy and he picked up the newspaper and he saw that the newspaper was the world and again he was surprised that the world hasn't been published for a very long time now and how come i'm seeing the world and he picked it up and he saw that it was june 11th 1894 the date which was written was 11th of june and 1894 and there was some news related to president garfield who was definitely not the president then it was a long time back 1894 later on when he came out of the third level he went to the office newspaper office and checked that issue june 11th 1894 and what he had seen there was exactly the same so now he saw that the world and he was actually surprised that I mean how come june 11th it's not june 11th 1894 but that's what he was seeing then he thought that okay let me see the ticket windows there are very few ticket windows all wooden and there were brass pitons or dustbins so very different from what the modern place was modern grand central was so he thought that okay let me just go and buy a ticket to galesburg which is a place in illinois us so he thought let me buy a ticket to galesburg and he went to the ticket window and he asked for the ticket and the person in fact at the ticket window he looked at him and he said that what do you mean i mean you are trying to fool me or something and then charlie realized that the currency that he is giving him the money that he is giving him it's actually old style currency Uh, it's not the old style currency sorry it's the new currency and these people would be wanting the old currency because it's 11th of june 1894 so he thought that okay let me just run away from here because all said and done the 19th century 1894 it was a wonderful place definitely galesburg was wonderful at that time but i don't think there can be anything wonderful about the jail then so he didn't want to go to the prison so he immediately rushed out then he came out and like i told you he had checked in the newspapers of newspaper office there the world that 11 june 1894 it was exactly the same issue which was there which he had seen there then what he did was uh, something which really worried his wife a lot he went and exchanged all the money he withdrew all his money from the bank and he exchanged it for old style currency 300 dollars and he got just 200 dollars for the old style currency so this was actually a cause of worry for his wife that what has happened to him first of all he is talking about the third level in the grand central something which doesn't exist everybody knows about it and now this is what he has done and he went on searching for the second the third level and you know uh, exchanging 300 for 200 children you can hear me yes ma'am yes. okay so exchanging this uh, 200 uh, 300 for 200 also wasn't a wise decision but he thought that no it's okay because things were very cheap then so he thought that in fact eggs also were 13 cents a dozen so it, it's uh, okay 
So it, it's actually a lot of money if you go by those times. So he went on searching for this third level. And he, obviously he wasn't able to find it, but he went on searching. Then he said that after some time, like my wife was very annoyed about this. My wife, Louisa, she was very annoyed that what am I doing? And she was very worried about me. But now something has happened and both of us are searching for the third level. Okay. So he then talks about his stamp collection, saying that I was just going through my stamp collection and I have, it was my grandfather's collection, very nice. And in pages, stamps, four stamps of each issue and very nice collection. And there were also some first day covers. I also added my own collection to it and there were some first day covers. First day covers, actually there was something where, you know, suppose a new stamp was released then what these people who were into philately or stamp collection, they used to buy those stamps and paste it on an envelope and put just a blank piece of paper there, write their own address and post it to themselves. So those were the first day covers. You understood children? What were the first day covers? They used to just, yes, children? Am I audible? children? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yes, so, yes. So they used to just buy those stamps, paste it on an envelope, write their own address, put a black piece of paper inside and post it to themselves. And then you, they used to keep that in their collection. So the stamp used to come with the stamp, you know, where the date was also there. So that was also a very treasured thing in the stamp collection. So he was going through the stamp collections and he was going through the first day covers also. And he saw a first day cover, which really surprised him because he had never seen this particular first day cover. The first day cover, the date given, the date in the stamp of the first day cover was 18 July 1894. And that was the first time he was seeing that particular first day cover. So uh, he opened it and he saw that instead of a blank paper, there was a letter. And that again surprised him. So he took out that letter and read the letter. So in the letter it was written that, listen, Charlie, go on searching for the third level. It does exist. Says, he said that the letter said that, look, I have found the third level. I'm in Galesburg now in 1894. It's a wonderful place. So the person has gone to the past. Galesburg and not the modern day Galesburg. Galesburg of 1894. He said that it's a wonderful place and old style houses with huge gardens, huge trees, which the, and the branches seem to be meeting overhead. Nice and beautiful, relaxed lifestyle. And we are having a tea party now and we are all singing, see, seeing Nelly home and a lemonade party. So these things were very common earlier children. Okay. That was a time before even the first world war okay, took place. So for first world war was 20 years later, supposed to happen 20 years later, 1894. And the second world war around 40 years later. So he thought that, uh, he said that in fact, it's a beautiful place, very nice, very charming, very relaxed. We are having a lemonade party now. We are all sitting in the garden and singing. And you must just look for this third level and come to Galesburg. 
Galesburg of 1894. So when Charlie read this, he must have shown it to his wife Louisa also. And now both of them are looking for the third level. Louisa was not believing Charlie earlier, but now of course she's believing Charlie and both of them are looking for the third level. And he thought that in fact, um, Charlie, he talks about uh, Sam, his friend Sam. It was signed Sam, his friend. So he said that in fact, Sam uh, must, he has the money. And like you know, children, the money, even if you have the old currency, 1894, everything was very cheap. So Sam must have done well for himself. He couldn't actually have gone back to the profession which he has now. But then he must have, be, must have set up a nice hay and feed business and all that. So things would be okay. And then he says that Char, uh, Sam actually cannot go back to his present day uh, profession, of course, because Sam was his psychiatrist. Okay. The psychiatrist who was telling him that, you know, you're trying to escape reality and there are so many things in the modern world, so much of stress, tension. Okay, uh, many times you start losing confidence, you are worried about your job, there are other insecurities, emotional insecurities, insecurities related to job. These are all the features of the modern times. That's why he was very attracted to the previous times. Okay, 1894, the 19th century, when everything was much more relaxed and it was a very nice life which the people had nice and peaceful life so he was telling all this to his psychiatrist throughout and the psychiatrist was going on trying to convince him that the third level is not there now the psychiatrist has found the third level okay and he has gone there so charlie tells us that sam cannot go back to his previous business of course previous profession of being a psychiatrist that was a very nice time People did not require psychiatrists. They did not have all these fears and anxiety issues and stress that they would have required a psychiatrist. But then he must have set up a nice hay and stack business and he would be doing well. And then, according to Sam's advice, both he and his wife are now looking for the third level. And they are convinced that the third level does exist. They just have to find it and go to Galesburg of the 19th century 1894 okay so have you understood this children did you understand the chapter children yes ma'am yes any yes ma'am any confusion no ma'am no okay so do you think charlie has really seen the third level Does he sound convincing that the third level exists? He sounds convincing. He sounds quite convincing. But then before that, we've read that the third level doesn't exist. There are just two levels, the first level and the second level. Anybody would swear that on a stack of timetables that there's no third level. But the way Charlie has narrated that incident we have a feeling that the third level definitely exists. So what has Charlie seen? Was he dreaming? Was he imagining things, hallucinating? What was it? 
dreaming was he dreaming a kind of time travel yes a kind of time travel okay you feel that it could be a kind of time travel okay and some of you might feel that okay he must be dreaming or maybe hallucinating imagining things it could be anything so did he go to the third level you see that he's got that first day cover with sam's letter where did he get it from right and we know very well one thing children the third level doesn't exist so where did he get that from did he write it himself did he write it himself yes what do you think children he wrote it himself could have done that yes he could have done that maybe he wrote yes, it maybe he wrote it himself because though everything seems to be very convincing but we know very well that the third level doesn't exist like you said you know it could be a time travel you can portray it that way that yes it was a time travel maybe it happened to him and we have the first day cover to prove it that could be one answer the second the second answer of course which is more convincing is that there is no third level so maybe he was just imagining things and the first day cover maybe that letter in that he wrote it himself so either of the two it could be correct but we know that the third level doesn't exist okay so maybe he was just trying to escape reality and he went a bit too far imagining things okay so you understood children all of you yes ma'am yes yes ma'am so just tell me that this answer was the third level a medium of escape for charlie was it a medium of escape no ma'am no so did he go to the third level okay you were saying that maybe it was a sort of time travel so it was not a medium of escape the others might feel that it was a medium of escape because he was actually running away from reality okay samia you were asking me once that okay a bit of escapist attitude so here he does have he does have that here okay he does have that he is trying to escape reality he just doesn't like the modern world and from whatever he's heard about the previous old world and he he feels that it's it has a nice charming touch to it that was a wonderful time people were more relaxed the times were peaceful people were friendlier so he felt that he should be there in that time okay okay so you've understood the answers the other one also you can write okay why is grand central compared to a tree 
Why does he compare Grand Central to a tree? Uh, we discussed it earlier, children. He felt that when he lost his way in the Grand Central, he had this feeling that Grand Central is growing like a tree. From somewhere, a new tunnel is being uh, made or a new staircase is coming up. So it seems to be like it's like a tree spreading its branches all around the city. Okay. So that's what he felt. And he thought that Grand Central can actually be compared to a tree. But then he did not discuss it with his psychiatrist because he knew that had he told his psychiatrist about this, that he's comparing Grand Central to a tree, psychiatrist would have been convinced that there's something really wrong with him. Okay. So you understood this answer, children? Yes, ma'am. Yes? Okay. How did Charlie realize he had reached the third level? There, you know, you have to describe everything that he saw in the third level. The people were dressed differently. The men, they had these handlebar mustaches and sideburns, huge sideburns and pocket watch. A man was carrying a pocket watch. The women were dressed differently. They were wearing dresses with leg of mutton sleeves and the newspaper. He saw the issue, an issue of the world, which hasn't been printed for a very long time. It was the 11th of June issue of 1894 and fewer ticket counters and the Courier and Ives locomotive, all these things when he saw, he realized that this cannot be the modern time and he has perhaps reached the third level. Okay, it's a different century altogether. That was the 19th century, 1894. Okay, you've understood this children? Yes ma'am. I'll, I'll send you the answers. I'll send you the question and answers also. Why did he want to go to the third level? Why did he want to go to the third level? Because he want to escape the reality of the world. Escape the reality of the world. Modern world is full of tension, stress, okay, insecurities. And somehow he did not like it. It was difficult. He was finding it difficult to cope up with the modern life the modern fast-paced life where there was so much of insecurity. He was finding it difficult. And he always had this feeling that the previous time was definitely better. And he wanted to be there. So that's why he wanted to escape reality. Is the title the third level appropriate? Is the title appropriate, children? The third level. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes. Ma yes. As, the, as the whole story revolves around. Yes, right. The entire story revolves around the third level, which we know doesn't exist. But then according to the person, Charlie, it does exist. He has seen it. He's described it well. He's told us the exact things that are there in that issue of June 11th, 1894, the World Newspaper. And he says that he's pretty convinced and he tells that I've seen the third level. I've been there. And he also tells that I found this first day cover with the letter from my psychiatrist, Sam, who's already there in the third level. Okay. So everything revolves around the third level, whether it exists, whether it doesn't exist, but everything revolves around it. 
and it also tells us the harsh realities of modern lives many people are not able to cope up with the harsh realities of the modern life the stress the insecurities the anxiety issues that people have all this it's the part of the modern life and definitely the times in the 19th century they were definitely better okay then how was finally his wife convinced that the third level exists by seeing the letter by the letter by seeing the letter by seeing the letter written by sam so she was finally convinced and now both of them are searching for this third level Open, able to open the chat you can ask the questions children anybody has any question i'm not able to open the chat Okay. And who was Sam? Who was Sam children? The psychiatrist. The psychiatrist, okay? And why do you think in fact he even tried to go there? He was not convinced right from the beginning. And he was going on trying to convince uh, uh, Charlie that it doesn't exist. It's your own anxiety, it's your own stress. which is making you believe that there's a third level so how was he convinced and he actually reached there maybe he also was going through the same stress and insecurities and he felt that let me just uh, think in terms of the third level that it does exist it could be that also yes and since there is no third level maybe he was also imagining things right ma'am can you explain where the letters come from he was going through his stamp collection okay and these stamp collections they have stamps neatly pasted in fours okay the different issues in fours and also a very important part of the stamp collection are these first day covers the first day covers are when a stamp was released the people who were crazy about stamp collection they used to immediately go and buy that stamp and they used to post this to themselves they used to paste it on an, an envelope put a blank paper in that and post it to themselves so that that particular stamp they would be getting with the with that day's that year's stamp on it the postal stamp on it the seal on it so that was also part of their collection so he was going through that also and then suddenly he saw that there was this first day cover and it was dated july 18th 1894 which he had never seen earlier so when he saw opened it 
he saw that the paper was not blank it was a it was actually a letter okay so that's how he found it okay ma'am okay any other doubt children no ma'am no you understood this children yes ma'am yes yes okay so children actually now we have to take up the writing section also so we'll be starting with the four markers first so uh, in the next class we'll be doing notice and advertisements okay so please keep your notebook also ready though of course i'll be sending it to you also the samples of all these questions i'll be sending it to you but still keep it ready so maybe we can discuss that and just see how it can be done here okay so all of you be present be present in the next class we'll be doing the four markers four markers are very important because you know in the boards you